0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. My name is Ron Pashery, columnist for TJRWrestling.net. Here once again with my good friends Aaron Lloyd and Ek2Fly, Eric Trembicki. What's going uh, on? Just to get started, Aaron had a, a little something for you guys. He wanted to he wanted to get off his chest.
1: <clears throat> guys, what do you think about this show?
0: I think it's a good show. What do you think, Eric? It's pretty decent. Just decent?
1: Pretty decent. Most importantly, what do you guys think about this show? We need you to go on iTunes, give us five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five star reviews. Let us know anything. Do you think Ron's a perfect 20? Do you like Eric's hair? Do I like Biggie or D-Lo? Heck not at all. Do you want to see Joey Rott dress up as a total diva? Let us know anything. But we need five stars to hear from you guys that helps us up top the iTunes charts. Please and thank you.
0: Uh, on well that put, note, well put. subscribe to us on iTunes, wow. follow us on Podbean, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. These are all places you can get our videos. We're going to be adding a lot more content in the coming weeks and moving forward. Uh, speaking of moving forward, we're supposed to be moving forward towards WrestleMania, but on Saturday night we had a show called Roadblock, which stopped a little bit of the progress. What did you guys think of the... Uh, the the live event
2: roadblock w- one one question um then a block much. <laughs> one question are my feet under the table they're not quite
1: okay just like Dean Ambrose they're, yeah now. I was gonna say okay. they're, they're <laughs> under the table <laughs> okay thank you um it was the best live event I I was really enjoyed the Divas match was great the ta- the tag match was great the main event was awesome but it kind of shaded the WrestleMania main event
2: in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think it, it'll overshadow what they do in the main event there. Eric, what do you think of Roadblock?
2: I thought overall, you know, good show. The in-ring work was good. I mean, overall, nothing really altered anything you were already expecting for Mania, which I think, as a fan, I was disappointed about. I wanted to see something change. Uh, at the same time, I think my biggest appointment was still the NXT tag match. Yeah. I just wanted to see Enzo and cast we'll get the new titles. Yeah. But we'll get to <laughs> yeah. that. Overall show, it's, you know... Uh, the main event was better than, than what I expected. I kind of expected a match, I mean, to go in Triple H's favor. Um, Dean, you know, had the controversial pin. You know, your feet under the rope. Yeah, under the, yeah. Table. Under the table now. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I, as a, top to bottom, it was a good show. I this, These things seem to get like a lot of ridicule leading up to it. Like, we made fun of the name the whole, the whole show last yeah, week. we had
1: a yield sign last a week. A lot of people
0: <laughs> made fun of it just being like a house show that was televised, but... For a lot of the quote-unquote internet wrestling community, the hardcore fans that, that like to talk about the wrestling not being emphasized, this was a show that was all about the wrestling. Good matches from beginning to end. Nothing was really, you know, a big spot fest. It was a lot of just good wrestling matches. It's what it was all about. Um, I think we all kind of knew they really were not going to change the, the main event of WrestleMania this close. We all, I think we all hoped Ambrose would go over, but it was a great match. He looked really good in that match. I mean, he showed, you know, he could pin Triple H. And uh, I thought it was a good show, all in all. And it's it's a good little incentive for people to have the WWE Network. Something we got that people couldn't get on pay-per-view. Well,
2: they missed a big... I don't think it was the best live event. I think Beast in the East was even really? better than that. That yeah. was a good one.
1: Yeah, I didn't care, especially with that, main, that long main event tag match. I... And East, so I didn't really care for it. The the KO Balor match was great, but I didn't care for Beast and East that much. But they missed a big opportunity here because they're giving away the WWE Network for free, and for for WrestleMania, you want people to subscribe. You could you had opportunity to give a title change and didn't give it. Have something happen so you, you could sell. Anything can happen on the network. They well, missed that, an
0: opportunity. That was something I personally thought that they they really built Ambrose as I'm throwing a monkey wrench into your plans. I'm a wild card, basically. I'm I'm gonna change everything, and then ultimately he didn't. Um,
2: but, I mean, but no picture really changed. I mean, even if you you factor the tag titles, were on you know they were on the line. And, you know, shout out to the New Day defending the titles three times in eight days. But at the same time, there's nothing changed. The tag team division, whether it was on the main roster or NXT, it didn't change. Nothing changed really for the mid-card. The main event didn't change. Brock's picture didn't change. Nothing changed.
0: The one thing that I feel did, it's, it wasn't necessarily a change, but I think it moved his story forward a little bit. You know I've been talking a lot about Ambrose being looked at as Roman's little brother, and nobody respects him as much as they should, and he talked a lot. He, he told Triple H on Raw last week, I will earn your respect. He came into this, he also said that, a lot of times he doesn't really know what he's doing. He, he just flies by the seat of his pants. Sometimes it doesn't work out for him, like when he got beat down by Brock. Sometimes it does work, like when he got himself a title match at Roadblock. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing, he did earn that respect, I think. He showed he belonged. He showed he could push the game, the King of Kings, to his absolute limit, could pin him one two three, and then the way he lost was taking a risk. He went for the elbow on the table put himself through it, goes right in the ring to beat the 10-count, walks right into a pedigree. That was another thing where his, his mentality of not really thinking things through was what cost him the match. So I think those two aspects of Dean Ambrose were pushed forward a little bit. Um, but now Dean Ambrose, unfortunately, is not involved in that picture anymore. Triple H is now officially building towards the main event of WrestleMania. The return of Roman Reigns last night. He did everything we've been saying he needs to do. He wasn't smiling, wasn't high fiving. That's just this week. Wait till next week. <laughs> well, he yeah, Triple H, he's H kissing babies. Kissing Tri- babies. Yeah, Triple H got color the hard way last night, and he got booed for the entirety of his the entirety of the time he was on Raw last night. Roman Reigns. I mean, t- what did you think of of the the whole the whole angle?
2: Well, the whole angle kind of went not the way I would expect it to. I mean, I figured he was going to come out. You know, during the match. I figured he was going to call call Ziggler the match. But, you know, leading into that, we all saw earlier in the, the night, Ziggler was put in a match by Triple H's wife. You know, you can pick anything you want as long as it doesn't have to do with the title picture for Mania. All you got to do is beat him. And, you know, you're thinking, okay, logic will show. Roman's going to return. He's going to call some Ziggler's going to pin him. And Ziggler's going to get to do some cool with Mania. But that's not how it went. Uh, I guess as much as that being logic, I most would have rather that happened that way. But it was, um, you know, Roman we went out there it was relentless, put Triple H down. I really liked when it went, you know, out of the ring when it went backstage, and you know, it was it was it was good, good for him, good for his character. All right, <clears throat> like I said, they had to have this guy do something cool.
0: Did you consider what he did last night cool?
1: not all the way because I went back even I said Roblox Ambrose I mean Rain should cost Triple H title at Roblox and then he had they had another opportunity to have him cost Triple H a match against Ziggler that was the perfect time because they said Ziggler you can have any match you want other than the world title at WrestleMania you should beat Triple H Reigns music could have hit and, and Ziggler, Ziggler could have easily rolled him up and won the match and that would have got him a better response than when he got because he got came out he still got booed
0: right he came out after the fact. Yeah. It's on the ramp, it was a little bit of a different entrance for him. He had the scowl on his face. He was angry.
2: He meant business, and people still hated him. I thought one thing that would have been better is if Stephanie or Triple H didn't see him coming down the stage, they should have let him get all the way to the ring without them noticing. Right. Yeah. I was a Yeah, or right. had his music. Yeah,
0: I mean, if you're going to go through the trouble of having him at the <laughs> ramp, Triple H is looking this way, at least have it be... Where it meant it meant something that he yeah. he did that.
1: yeah the music could have easily hit and and you couldn't Triple H could just look around and zingling could just roll him up and then after he rolls him up out of nowhere you see rain come out maybe the crowd had hit him with a spear and just go from there but even when he came out he just the, the way he took him down was sloppy but I said the crowd tore him up still because they they knew yeah they're trying to set this guy up but I don't think I don't think it's gonna work they only have what. Two three weeks left to do it. There were
2: some chicks in the front row that were loving it.
0: <laughs> they love Roman Reigns. Yeah, chicks and maybe some little kids, but uh, the, the 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 majority of the people in attendance, just like when Raw is in our home city of Philadelphia, this coming Monday, he's gonna get the same reaction, if not worse, probably. Yeah,
1: and then on t- on top of that, it's like t- three weeks though, three weeks to get this guy over. You got, you have to
0: turn this guy a heel. Well, this. I, I want to get back to Dolph Ziggler a little bit later on because there's a point I want to make about him. But Ronald Lloyd actually did have a question about
2: this. Oh, say uh, Ronald.
0: <laughs> and this is something I actually had written down in my notes, so that's why I want to get to it now. Is there any way to salvage this Roman Reigns character or this main event by WrestleMania? Is there any way to do it?
2: Well, if they're gonna do it, I think they're gonna find the right city this Monday to do it. <laughs> um, I mean, he's he's kind of you know hit or miss. Um, you figure Rumble in Philly two Januarys ago, you know our whole city uh, trying to think how I can keep this um, kid friendly. They they tore him up. Mm-hmm. They tore him up. They chewed him up. They spit him out. Well done. <laughs> they they didn't like him with it, his it, with it, his cousin. It, it was crazy. Yeah. They yeah, I mean it, it was it was bad. And one year time later, he's on Raw, he wins the world title, and everyone loves him in there. I mean, you, we, all three of us, we stood up, we enjoyed that match, he won the title, and when the cameras came off, he acknowledged, he said, you know, it's crazy what a year time can do. And then weeks later, everyone's, you know, we're done with it. Well, it
0: went back to the way it was then last night, they just basically tried to do the same thing that worked the first time, and it didn't. Do you, do you think...
2: Well, it's because they got to keep going with it.
0: Yeah. Yes. Do you think they salvage this by Not, by WrestleMania?
1: They have to do the best booking they've ever done. Because after this, we all know what's Roman going to do. SmackDown's being taped right now, so we don't know what he's going to do. SmackDown, he... I don't know if Stephanie's going to be on SmackDown or Triple H. He has to come out and just, just, just go out and just be a force. Don't Talk, keep it short and sweet, keep it simple. He has to do that on Raw, then a SmackDown after that, then a Raw after that. He has to do that all the way leading up to WrestleMania. Keep it short and simple. Because we know he cannot cut a promo. If he's cutting a promo, even with Stephanie, it has to be a fierce promo. He cannot go to the smiley, hey baby girl, tater tight. He cannot yeah. do that. He has to be serious. No goofing around, he has to be serious. No he has to be serious for the next three weeks to WrestleMania. Because with Roman Reigns, like I said, when he speaks, people listen. When he's speaking for 20 minutes, nobody's listening. Right.
0: My my answer to that is I don't. I don't think they could salvage it. I think he's going to get booed at WrestleMania. <coughs> I just think that's going to be the way it's going to be. Uh, next thing down on the list, as we said, Ambrose no longer feuding with Triple H. He's now building his no-holds-barred street fight match at WrestleMania with Brock Lesnar. He comes out. Talks about what happened at Roadblock. He was this close, couldn't get it done. That's what happens when you don't show me the proper respect. Basically, insinuates, Brock, you're overlooking me. This could happen to you. Everybody's favorite advocate, Paul Heyman, came out with his client, Brock Lesnar. And Heyman, great as always. How do you feel about this kind of being the next step in that story?
2: I'm I'm looking forward to the match. I was you know the only negative of if Dean did win the title is there was a match I was teased that I was looking forward to when Brock was going through those few years of just facing Cena back and forth, one match with Big Show, match with Triple H. I'm like, you know he's not facing anyone that I haven't seen him face. I'm not seeing another good match. I want to see one match I always wanted to see was Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose. Once uh, this started you know, building up. I was looking forward to it. I was hoping they wouldn't try to take it away, but they're going in the right direction. I mean, as a hopeful fan, I'm looking at, you know, you made the right point, Triple H, you know, even though there was nothing creative as a whole show that was a roadblock, Dean Ambrose's character does look stronger. Whether there was the terrible pinfall of his leg being under and that being voided, he's still pinned the world champion. So, there is a chance, I'm looking at it as a hopeful fan, maybe he can be the first person in two, three years to pin Brock.
1: I enjoyed the promo and the whole such thing with, with Brock Lesnar. I'm glad they got directly back to it and Triple H was not involved. Yeah, they, they, they didn't waste am Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad it went straight to the point. I'm looking forward to this match because... I think Dean Ambrose is going to win this match. I think we're going to, we're going to get we're going get a Mick Foley like performance. <laughs> oh, oh. No pun intended to what happened backstage when he got, when he got the, the ball got the return of old Barbie. Of
0: Barbie. Old of Barbie. Old school Moxley, CZW yeah. performance. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think we're going to get a straight Mick Foley Moxley performance and he's going to win. <laughs> and I'll be in cuz like I said Dean Ambrose who's who's left? It's a possibly main event for the title? I think whenever Triple H drops who's left? You have to elevate this guy, and the perfect way to elevate him is to beat Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar has been pinned since 29, when Triple H beat him. Wow. That's the last time he's been pinned.
2: Yeah, that's a long time. And,
1: and 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 to protect him, this is the perfect stipulation to protect him because it's a hardcore environment. Anything goes in this match.
0: Right. Yeah, so it's not like he's looking necessarily weak. I mean, he could take an insane beating with some insane weapon. I mean, he he waits till Heyman leaves. Heyman kept telling Ambrose, I'm saving you right now by not letting my client come down there. As soon as Heyman walks out, Brock takes that as his opportunity to come down. Uh, Dean is waiting with the crowbar. I thought that was great, and they didn't touch. They they got close Mm -hmm. to a confrontation. They didn't quite make it there. Then backstage, we get, as you mentioned, Mick Foley, who wanted to have a little meeting with Dean, said he had a gift for him. I like that Dean really helped him set up his cheap pot for Pittsburgh PA. I thought that was funny. <laughs> and then he gave him the, the barbed wire baseball
2: bat. Do you, do you think that gets used in this, in this oh, match? The bat's going to get used. That's I feel that. that's a lot. It'll, be, it'll get used to the back. That's about it. Not to the head. Then it's going to get hit used to the ribs. Yeah.
0: Um, I did, I did enjoy Foley, though. This is the perfect spot, I think, for Foley.
2: Foley, what he needs to do, if they somehow butcher an Ambrose, isn't? In the world title picture after Mania, we need, like, by SummerSlam or, you know, one of the B-plus pay-per-views in between, Mick Foley should come back, give him another gift, give him the hardcore title. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what you did
0: was good. I got another one of these things. Well, I also liked that Dean asked him, you know, why, because he kept asking Dean, why are you doing this? Why did you want to do this? He said, well, why did you do what you did with The Undertaker right here in Pittsburgh? That was good. That and was he good. said, well, I was Mick Foley, and that's what I did. And he said, well, I'm Dean Ambrose, and this is what I do. Just one more little piece to build up Dean Ambrose. I, I like the, the direction they're taking. Oh,
2: that's a good point. Already a fan. And right when he said that, I was like, that's what yeah, I it, like it, this was guy. A, it was a that's great moment. I like moment. this guy.
0: And to be in there with, because Dean really wasn't getting to talk that much for most of the last year. Yeah. And now he's getting a chance to talk. The fact that he's actually holding his own, being in a promo with Mick Foley, I think shows you the potential this guy has if mm-hmm. they allow him to mm-hmm. achieve it. Uh, what closed the show last night was the Vince Undertaker-Shane confrontation. Uh, Vince, you know, comes out, what if, imagine, you know, the the uh, victorious Shane McMahon promising to usher in a new era. It won't happen, you know, I'll win. Taker comes, you know, he introduces Taker as his instrument of destruction. Taker comes out. He calls him out for putting his his arm around his, his hand around his neck. Then immediately backtracks and apologizes. <laughs> Shane comes out, calls Taker Vince's bitch. And then the scuffle ensues. Well, I think what I found most interesting about this is... One, and this is actually where I'm going to get into Dolph Ziggler, but... One... It looked to me like they're trying to make you think Shane McMahon is legitimately a threat to The Undertaker.
2: Which I don't know if a lot of people are going to buy. Well, I mean, do you, do you buy it? Yeah, because he's going to beat him.
0: He may beat him, but I, I think the the point they've tried to make the last two weeks, I think it, you said it, maybe you did, that when Stephanie was talking to Vince, after oh, Shane dispatched the security guards. And she basically was like, well, Dad, did you, did you see what Shane just did? And then last night, he mixes it up with Undertaker, and he was holding his own. They're, I think they're trying to make the viewer look at it like, oh, Shane McMahon yeah, one I mean, on one with he, the Undertaker. He slipped right
2: out of the choke slam.
0: Yeah, that, I mean, are you are you buying that? It
1: was a dirt sheet out about that, but it was just a dirt sheet. It got fixed. I don't know if you guys read about that whole. I did. Dirt. Okay, it was basically um, some tickets for Raw in Baltimore, I think. They got printed out saying Monday, Monday Night Raw versus WWE. But Ticketmaster fixed that mistake. So mm-hmm. there was a whole dirt sheet about it.
0: I, <laughs> what, I, saying that I, it, was, I, it was proof of the brand split yeah, about to happen? Yeah,
1: yeah, but I don't listen to those people. I just laugh at them. Mm-hmm. But, but anyway, I do think Shane has a chance to win because Shane, when he was talking about there's a group of guys who aren't who are getting what they deserve, Dolph Ziggler. I think he plays a part in this match or the world title match.
0: Exactly where I was going. I'm glad you said that because, it, not to cut you off, but this is exactly what I was thinking. Last week they have the whole thing with him with the tweet, and then they bring up Survivor Series when he put an end to the authority. And I'm like, that was, why are you even talking about that now? Like You didn't pay it off two years ago when it happened. Why are you making it relevant now? Then he comes out last night to confront Triple H and Stephanie. I'm like, why? Why? Why is Ziggler involved in this? Then he loses And then when Shane said this, he talked about these guys who are not living up to their potential. He said, I'm fighting for the fans. I'm fighting for the new era, the new legacy. And then it clicked to me. Maybe they're bringing this Dolph Ziggler authority stuff up because he's going to help Shane actually wrestle control away from the authority again.
1: But the thing is, I don't think it'll just be Dolph.
0: No, oh, but, I, but you think that that's. I think Dog will be going. a part
1: of it. It's an opportunity. You should have heard a dirt sheet I, 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 I heard before this. It was so good. They, they, named, they named every option, and they called themselves reporters, and they named every option as common sense. They say he's going to help Roman Reigns. He's going to help somebody be Roman Reign. Then they say, oh, he might help Shane. What, what are you reporting? What are you telling me? You're yeah. telling us common sense. But um, I thought Bullet Club. Maybe maybe Balor comes in, but yeah, I think that's, they're going
2: that's like the biggest rumor in the world that yeah, yeah, the yeah. lights are gonna cut off and everyone's yeah, bullet, bullet club's club gonna yeah. show up yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: I think they're going to NXT because NXT may mention a bullet club last week when Balor was against Neville. But I don't so know. So did
2: Edge and Christian?
1: Yeah, true. But I was just, I don't know. But I think that there might be a group of guys that help Dolph win this match. I mean, um, Shane win this match. It can't just be one, dust Dolph.
0: Uh, I I do agree with that. It's not going to be just Dolph Ziggler running in to help, but I felt like this is where, because uh, I I mentioned last week that they're talking, they're using the word authority, so much the last two or three weeks, and it makes me feel like they're hyping you up to think we can't be beat, you can't stop authority, and this is where it ends.
2: I mean, if it, if they go with the direction with Dolph, I think that'd be kind of cool, just because if you look at it until that last hour of Raw, you didn't expect that. You didn't expect that a week ago. You didn't expect that when that match came up. Dolph Ziggler was the last person anyone was thinking would have something to do with this match. I hope it's something that you're not expecting. Uh, the way I look at it is if someone comes out and helps, if they're coming out to help Shane, I mean, if they're going to send in multiple people, you almost got to send Kane in. Kane come help his brother, and then he's helping keep the authority in power. But at the same time, so what, you're going to send in Dolph Ziggler, who's supposed to be a, a face, and if he's going to remain a face, he's coming to attack the Undertaker? But the thing with this is it's hard, it's hard
1: to s- determine who's the face and the heel in this situation, because people love Shane McMahon, people love the Undertaker.
0: Yeah, yeah the, but, the, but the baby face yeah, in this yeah. scenario is the idea of the authority losing yeah, control. Yeah, so, <laughs> and and I, and I, but I,
2: whoever comes out and hits the Undertaker is going to get booed. That's the thing. We,
1: it might be split because pe- people love the Undertaker, but people want to see Triple H go They want to see,
2: see Shane run the company. I, I think this week coming in, you're going to get a little bit more, more of an insight on who's siding with what. Yeah, I, I think the, the one thing, and I, I predicted this weeks ago, it's going to come down to I think this week, uh, we saw Undertaker standing tall the end of Raw last night. Um, we had Taker put down Shane. He ended up getting Shane with a chokeslam, left him down. So we got two more rolls before Mania. I think coming into this one, if it doesn't come down to the last episode, I think it makes more sense to do it now. I think Shane gets the better over of Taker, and he's nervous. And you have Stephanie in the background freaking out to her dad again. Didn't,
0: yeah, this it, is it, just this one go. more.
2: And then that's when Vince says, you know what? Undertaker, if you, if you don't, can't beat my son, you're fired.
0: So you're you're still predicting the uh, it's company like a predi- versus predi- retirement
2: prediction
1: slash hope. <laughs> <laughs> and then Shane made a point that I've been trying to make on this show:
2: Why are you helping Vince? Right. He's, he said you're just being his puppet. I, we still don't really know. But that's the thing. He doesn't, you know, Taker doesn't, in a way, doesn't need an answer because he's being disrespected at that point. So, what he's, he just got disrespected by Shane last night. So, what he's going to say, oh, I'm not going to help. I'm not, I'm not going to listen to Shane. So, what I'm not going to help his dad now. He's put in a match. There doesn't really need to be that clarification at this point. But the reason that's going to give you the clarification going into it is if they put his career on the line. If they put his career on the line, he's going to want to, he's going to want to destroy it. Yes, that's, that's the point. That's the, po- that's the point.
1: If he put- Vince has to say that. Answer, it's still time I mean. for it, but there is. We're getting really we're close. Getting, we're getting <laughs> close to it, but Shane didn't mention, why are you helping this guy? Right. And then when, if Vince says, if Vince says, if you, if you don't win this match, you're fired, that will light a fire under the undertaker
2: and have him do everything to win this match. Well, That's why it made sense that they made this match so far in advance. Because they they've built it a little bit. They, they've, they been a a a little they've been more. building this one good. They've been building it good.
0: Yeah, it's not. They didn't tell it. I mean, it could just be a case of they gave you a little bit and it's one of those story techniques. I hope, where I hope
2: when we're at Rolling Next Week, I hope it's one of those things where it's, it's a talked about angle within the first. You know, if it's not the opening segment after the first match, they tease talking about it. And going into the 10 o'clock hour, they talk about it again and they finish the night off with it. I hope it's not one of those things they just either not like. We're going to talk about it in the beginning, it's over, or we'll talk about it at the end, and it's over. It needs to be one of those things that they just tease throughout the show. I, I mean, think it'll it, be, you know, it, It's the main... It'll be a key thread throughout Yeah, it's the main storyline going on right now. So. Um,
0: another big storyline, Y2AJ, as we all know, have broken up, sadly mm-hmm. for some of us. Mm-hmm. Um, Y2J. <laughs> Jericho has been cutting some great heel promos on AJ, and just in general,
2: He's been good at getting a uh, heel heat all year. I mean, I don't know if we got a lot of Canadian listeners, but <laughs> the uh, just the, the heel heat of leaving his match. Go get Well, Brett rips the side. That out. was that, great. That, yeah. was, that was so great. <laughs> Especially <laughs> what the sign said. Oh, my
0: gosh. <laughs> well, how great on SmackDown was just the visual when he burned the T-shirt burning AJ and Effigy, mm-hmm. and there was just the shot of Jericho's face above the flames mm-hmm. coming out of the trash can. I mean, he's, His face is so motionless in this. Yeah, it's, and his, the whole, his, his mock, you know, the AJ chant, the AJ style. He's, yeah. he's really building himself up as a, a great heel character
2: right yeah. now. He's always been a great heel. I mean, the, the great thing is he, he almost seems obsessed with it.
0: He, he does, which I like. I liked it when Owens was obsessed with Ambrose when he lost his Intercontinental title to Ambrose. And that's what has happened with Jericho now. AJ finally got, you know, a little payback last night with the, the phenomenal forearm, as they're calling it now. Was it always called that, or is that new? Uh, I think that was a new name. That's new. Yeah, okay, that's what I uh, thought, too.
2: Your boy, Michael Cole, plugged that name. <laughs> Quite a like bit. three times in 30 seconds.
0: Jericho also said he needed to show AJ who was his daddy, which
2: <laughs> I enjoyed. Who's y'all daddy?
0: Um, this is another thing I think we're probably all happy about, that we were worried that AJ would get trapped in... Some type of four or five, six man match. I think it's safe I, to say now he's going. it's going to be him against Jericho. Do you agree? Uh, No? I couldn't put it past them. Do you think he's going to get thrown into the Intercontinental? <sighs> I'm leaning want...
1: towards why 2 Jericho and AJ having a match, but who knows with them? Because Neville got hurt.
0: Well, yeah. Neville's I th- out for I a while. Well, what were, was he going to be doing? Well, I think he they he, were he, he like, was going to
1: uh, be in that match with. Miz, Zane, and Owens and I'm sure they'll throw two other people
0: in there on, on, in the
1: next couple of weeks
0: See, I was, I was getting the feeling It was going to be a fatal four-way with those four mm-hmm. And now with Neville out They gotta find a replacement I don't know, I just I think I think that they're happy with having secured AJ Styles Like, we got this guy We're going to use him, not Not hide him and that's a guy you don't want to hide at Wrestle. His first Wrestle. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. I think that's. I, I, I do think he'll get, the, get go one-on-one with Jericho. I just don't know what kind of match it will be. Even though Jericho turning heel gives gives it a whole new the match a whole new feel because Jericho be do, using heel tactics the entire match.
0: Right. That that's kind of how I felt too. I, I was feeling like I don't want them to break up because I don't feel like they need another match. But you're right. Jericho hating him so much, becoming a bigger heel week by week. It does make it a little bit of a different story for them to tell.
2: And I do like that they, they continuously, Jericho's So th- you know, he's blaming it. It's the crowd's fault.
0: He didn't yeah. do this.
2: He <laughs> yeah. didn't do it. We, you know, we did it. <laughs> right. We're at the wrong. <laughs> We're the reason he's starting bonfires in the middle of the ring.
0: Yeah, it is our fault. The crazy thing is, I mean, it is a petty reason to turn on somebody, but Jericho has always kind of had that personality when he is a heel he's very petty he's very so mm-hmm. I, th- I think it, I think it fits. Yeah. Uh Intercontinental title like I said I don't think either of these two guys are going to be involved with the Intercontinental title. I hope not. Um I think we all agreed that if it was Owens versus Zane Zane would go over at WrestleMania. It looks like that's not going to be the case. So I hope that we get Kevin Owens defending the Intercontinental Championship for a while longer after WrestleMania. Yeah.
2: Well, you know it, if for the sake of Zane's character, we better hope it's a multi-match because if Owen's keeping the title, you know he, we don't need a one-on-one match. Or at least Zane, Zane better be sitting in the back of the locker room right now saying, geez, okay, I hope I'm not the one getting pinned. Yeah. <laughs>
0: There'll
2: be five or six other people. Do you think
0: maybe Tyler Breeze takes Neville's spot?
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: do hope. you think that or do you hope that?
2: I think that. He'll be okay. the one drawing the, the he short. ain't doing nothing. Tyler Breeze will be in the back pulling the short straw <laughs> to get He ain't doing that. Well, he had
0: a great performance in that, the five-man yeah. yeah. match a month ago. So I think he'd be a good guy to put in there.
2: Him and Stardust should have a number one contender match to be added to the, <laughs> to the fatal eight-way.
0: I could get behind that. The guy earning the spot as opposed it, to just, ah, oh, you're in it. It's, it's, That's always guys what they in do. There anyway. yeah. But um,
1: I'm kind of concerned for Zay- so Sami Zayn because I'm going to go back to Roblox. Vince must have not been at Roblox because they introduced Enzo and Cass right. Mm-hmm. They had a video package talking about them in the revival, <laughs> and they explained the rivalry and stuff like that. They haven't done that with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So they don't know why Sami... They say it, but you don't see it. It's important for people to see things. Right. They haven't seen any of the highlights of Kevin Owens giving him an the apron powerbomb and beat just beating him to death for the, for the NXT title. Right, they you only know that if you that. watch NXT. Yeah, but, but the casual fan you can say they watch NXT, but you're not sure. hmm But I don't... I think it'll be a multi-man match because oh, also wanna...
0: that happened like over a year ago.
1: Yeah. <laughs> on NXT. Yeah, so it has, to, it has to be refreshed. And on top of that, I do think it'll be a multi-man match because Sami Zayn has a match at TakeOver. I don't... Since, since Sami Zayn lost the, um, the number one contender match, do you guys want to know who he's facing?
0: I... I kind of have an idea. You could tell me if I'm right. Is it, is it Nakamura? Yes, he is.
1: Okay. So I, I expect him to lose that match, and then I don't think they'll have him lose back-to-back nights. Right. So it's the perfect situation to have him lose in a multi-man match but not be pinned. Right. If it's a ladder match, there's no pinned situation. But I do think he'll be the one to beat Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental title.
0: That's smart. Uh, speaking of roadblocks, so Raw actually started with a match for the first time in a long time. We got the New Day for two two out of three nights against... Two members of the League of Nations. Three nights and eight days. I, I was really against this whole idea of the League of Nations because I just think they're boring and pointless and they are. What's the use? But it looks to me like they're using the League of Nations to turn New Day into a babyface tag team. You don't don't think they're doing that, or you don't want that? I don't want that. No. But no. that's what they looked an awful lot like a babyface team on, on Raw.
1: In this situation, they'll be faced. But I need them to stay in that tweener role because I still think, since well, since we got introduced to Enzo and Cass, I think Enzo and Cass are the guys that will face a New Day next. Because I don't know if you saw, but they, the League of Nations challenged New Day to a tag match yes. at Mania, but I don't think they'll be for the tag team titles.
0: You don't think that?
1: Well, I don't know. If they, if it's 2 on 2 I don't know if it's, it's going to be 3-3 on, th- three on three or what. Supposedly it's supposed to be 4-3, on three, I think. Well, if they do that, but I don't think it'll be for the tag team titles. I, it, it can I did be. hear a
2: rumor that they were supposed to go three on three with the titles on the line. Yeah,
1: okay, because it can be because it could be um, freebird rules. Right. You know,
2: that's exactly that's exactly what I read. Yeah, free
1: yeah, it could be it could be that, but I do think I don't think they'll be face for long term because I hated the fact that they played the face role at Robo. Well, which
2: yeah. two members of the, of the League of Nations get the belts?
1: It could be freebird rules. That oh. means any combination could defend
2: them. Any combination of the four. Yeah, I don't know they're just making it more confusing. I thought three was hard to follow. Well,
0: they they played the babyface role at Roadblock. Yeah, and Raw. I hate it because they didn't insult the crowd. Yeah, but, during but, their promo on Raw, you don't like seeing yourself get beat took, down. They took a babyface beat down. But but what uh, good? The but what good is Woods at their babyface? I I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying that's what it looks like. But what doing. good is
1: Woods outside <laughs> the ring if they're babyface? I don't know. Even at Roadblock, I was like, really, like. This would be a perfect time for for boys to do some antics, but he did nothing. Uh,
0: I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I just he didn't want to get I any, think any bad what news they're doing. Um, well we did see a bullhammer hammer for the first time
1: in years. <laughs> we
0: did and this is another issue I want to address. It doesn't have to be a long topic, but another match decided by one guy distracting another guy and then the match ends
2: in a roll up. I feel like there's just way too many of these roll ups. Well, recently that that was just all bad. Um, the the Jericho Neville match. Well, Neville gets hurt in that match, and that's why it ended. I mean, if right. anything, he should have been pinned. He should have took that. But that was good heel heat. Or Jericho, is you what? You he's hurt, and he you know he assaults the referee, and it's just you know keeping his back. Oh, game.
0: that was a good veteran move. Like he can't continue. I'll be the heel that shoves the official and gets disqualified. So the med- the medical team can attend to this mm-hmm. guy this was just what kofi distracts rusev woods comes in and rolls him up too many roll ups for for my liking anymore yeah find find a, a different
2: way to, at least if the guy's distracted and walks right
0: into a finisher i'm better with that than just a cheesy roll up
2: as much as you know no no man wants to feel it whatever happened to, like the the heel heat of the the low blow for the win i don't know is that part of the? I like, prefer PGA? that to the roll up. Yeah, I think
0: it's a part of the PG. It could thing. be, but I prefer that to a roll up. Um, Dudley's still heels, still not getting to do a whole lot. They're the...
1: they facing losers at the WrestleMania. They well, will. Was that going to be a pre-show match? I feel like there's match? no stakes. It's not. It, I think it'll be a pre-match show cause, the only thing that'll make. I mean, um, a pre-show match. The only
2: thing that would make that make sense is if uh, no, it wouldn't make sense. No, no, nothing. They, they, they what make them the number one contender for the tag titles? But it's you know <laughs> I, we're I talking don't don't about really four teams. Interesting three minutes. more supposed to be heels. That's yeah, it's
0: silly.
1: Do you guys want to get into the NXT tag title match from Roblox? No, um, I don't want to talk about it
0: at all. I'm disappointed. I thought I have two things to say about it. One, I'm I, disappointed that they didn't win. Two, I was happy same, with. Explain. Say my logic. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was happy with the the reaction they got from the crowd.
1: Yeah, the crowd. I'm glad they knew who they were. The bigger crowd. And that's a house show not, crowd. Yeah, not an
0: NXT crowd. They and they, the place blew up for them. I think that was. Yeah. That was good for them going forward. And it, I was just happy to see it. Because to me, just being over and being Is loved as a tag work. At a house
2: show. Their, their ring work was real good.
0: Yeah. Oh, great. It was a great yeah. tag match.
1: I have something to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michael Cole. He was on fire when it came to Enzo and don't, don't make that face in the air. <laughs> all right, listen.
2: Cold, cold, cold no, because this the man... The annoying thing about that whole company that makes no sense, if you think they're going to be the one to end the new day, it's just going to make anyone with half a brain just wonder, wait a minute, so you're going to send these guys up from developmental and say, all right, we're going to take them out of NXT, they're ready for the main roster, and they're going to win the titles from... The New Day. They're gonna beat the New Day, but they've had over four NXT tag title matches and never won it. And, and, and that's, and, 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 and that's something that's
1: set. something the New Day couldn't have to work against Enzo and Cass. Because in WWE's mind, for a marketing standpoint, with they which they love, there's no tag team that's market marketable other than Enzo and Cass. They're not no team's gonna sell more shirts than the New Day other than Enzo and Cass. Eric Every, everywhere we go, you see a soft or how you doing. Or the chance. New day or how you doing? Or or soft. Sing along with Enzo. That'd be the perfect thing to go against him. But Michael Cole, he did a great job introducing him. He even, like, Cass had a move. Cass didn't even have names for his moves. If he did, I didn't know what it was. Like, his, em- his elbow, oh, yeah, the, Empire the Empire elbow, Empire elbow and the, uh, his sidewalk slam, East River crossing. Yeah. Cole did a great job <coughs> introducing him to us. I'm not going to say that often. Cole did a no. good job, but he did a great job. But our, our complaints <laughs> don't hold any
0: weight if we don't mention when he does this well. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and, and but the thing is, you could tell it was, it was mainly about Enzo and Cass because he did nothing for for, for right. Dash and Dawson. He didn't even call the Shadow Machine what it was. He said, "Oh, what a high impact move," and I was
0: yeah. it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they planted them. That's yeah. what he always likes to say. They planted them. Um, yeah. I, from a marketability standpoint, I mean, they have a lot going for them. They don't necessarily need. Those titles, just as fans, we all want them to have
2: them. Yeah, if you sell merch, they'll push you. Yeah. They at will. the same time, they're gonna do more for those titles. I mean, if they want, you figure as you know, well, I don't that, Vince,
0: say Vince just doesn't care. That's a part but of it. But that the should
2: be where Triple H is coming in. And the thing with the thing with Enzo and Cass,
1: Vince will love Enzo and Cass because he'll love Enzo because he'll think because he, he'll think he's entertaining. Well, Road
0: Dogg, I don't know if you saw the tweet he had. He said, "Oh, that reminds me of a tag team <laughs> I used to know." <laughs> and then Cass is a big guy; he could actually work. Vince would be like, hey, how
1: tall How tall are you? Seven foot tall? Push him! He's right, you
0: can't teach that. <laughs> can't. <laughs> Sorry. Um those guys in the room?
2: How you doing? <laughs> um, you think he's going to get his
0: ECW attire back out for it? <laughs> nah, he might. With his do-rag. Uh, Divas division. Charlotte, again, on a, on a great roll. Great match at roadblock. Great promo on Raw, just trashing Sasha and Becky. Haven't seen Sasha and Becky in a little bit. They're Side actually book. building Lana and Brie. <laughs> that A-Diva tag coming up, I told you. Yeah, it, a little bit more than the actual Divas title match. Uh, I don't know, weird, right? Question, Lana, who's a hotter heel now, Lana or Charlotte? <sighs> I don't know. Man, it's tough. It, it, I still say Charlotte, but Lana is...
1: But La- Lana, she she's showed me a lot because she just has that... She has a natural charisma. Yeah, swagger. Yeah, just 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 says a
0: few things. And whatever she's doing, it, it, you feel like it matters. Yeah,
1: and everybody always. Oh, and the thing is, Alana, she has such a she has such a swagger to her. Everybody's just watching what she's doing. Yeah, and, and not 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 even the match. They're just paying attention to Alana. She's really unique because she she doesn't even sit in a chair at the commentary. She sits on the commentary table.
0: Yeah, yeah, she does. <laughs> the last two times she's been out there, I think it's it's good and bad in a way that they're building this up as much as it is. It's good in the sense that we've talked for a little while about there needs to be a good secondary Divas Division story. It can't always just be about the Divas title. The bad is that you have a huge Divas title match that I feel like you're not putting the proper emphasis on with your three best workers that you have.
2: I think it already has, you know.
0: So you just think it's it's got enough prestige that they don't need to invest as much in it.
2: Well, it's kind of like if you watch that Edge and Christian show on the network this week... Sasha and Becky, oh, easy five star classic. You, you, you know, you, you put those two in a match, you know it's gonna be good. You put, you know, Charlotte, Charlotte's a good worker. You're gonna put the three of them in a match, it's gonna be good.
1: I need Sasha just, to just go eight, just go off and just take out both Charlotte and Becky. Because um, Sasha's been in this whole team thing. NXT, Sasha wasn't even about teams. She had Becky, but then she just pushed her to the side. No,
0: anybody she was involved with in NXT. Was just there to help her get further Yeah, even Yeah,
1: even, even the BFFs, when someone where he went to WWE and Charlotte became the champion, she just pushed him to the side right. and just did, did her. Because she she's get, bigger than that. Yeah, and then she's not even being what makes Sasha Sasha. She's letting Becky talk down to her and stuff like that, calling like Nicki Minaj and, <laughs> and stuff yeah. like that. Let, let Sasha be Sasha. I think before Mania, hopefully, we get Sasha to just go out and be Sasha.
0: I think we'll see it. Um... Before we get to our listener questions, we've actually discussed the the two out of three falls match on NXT for the number one contendership for the last few weeks. Finally got it, Samoa Joe versus Sami Zayn. They got 43 minutes to the tell the match it was the entire I episode. Twice. I watched it twice. It was great. great match. For a guy like Joe to be able to go that long and still do some of the stuff he did at the end of that match. Joe's amazing. He is. He's great. Sami, for a guy who used to be a masked wrestler to have as much emotion on his face I mean I don't know if he just learned that at NXT I don't know if that was Dusty helping him but is there anybody that shows more on his face than Sami Zayn and I love the
1: fact that he turned purple
0: yeah (laughs) like 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 me me. (laughs) that's what you stole it from (laughs) No, I've been purple-faced Ronnie for a, g- a good decade now.
1: Uh, uh, er- everybody, everybody, come in, everybody, coming next week. Go, go on the Facebook page and follow us on Instagram because this man will be purple with
0: his body. Hopefully that just embarrassed me more than the actual... The actual world. picture you yes. take. Because he meets the boss, Sasha Banks, next week. Freehold, New Jersey, if anybody wants to go out, I, I suggest you hurry up and get a ticket. Um... Another thing I liked about this match this is probably the last thing we'll we'll mention. They had in the crowd, Sasha Banks is in the crowd, Hideo they in the crowd. They had a lot of people in the crowd. Uh Zabisco's in the crowd, Mara is in the crowd, Michael P. S. Hayes in the crowd. They made it feel like this is a match that is very important. This matters, this is an event. So these people came out to see it. Which if that doesn't build up your title, I don't know what does. Yeah. And they went 22 minutes before getting a fall, and then there was a fall yeah. ten minutes after that. But lived up to exceeded my expectations. Is, is that. that a match of the year? It was year, better. You know, I, I it was, it's a, it's on the short list. Okay, so definitely. we have to keep track.
1: So, do, so we agree on this one, and then how about the te- do we agree on where Ma- we we're saying match
2: of the year oh, nominees? Oh, nominees for match of the yeah, year. I thought it was her decade. No, no,
1: because I'm assuming we're going to have. A, a a slammy or we'll call it something else. We will an award show. So um, I know we had this and then how about that tag match from last week with it? 2 to AJ New Day
0: tag match with that's on the short list and then what was the uh the triple threat?
2: I think I'll watch um, back all the singles. Uh, I, I don't, think, I don't in the, 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 from
1: fast lane. You mean I don't? I consider that. Well, it we're it, early. Yeah, we early. That's on my short list. Yeah, yeah that, that's my short
0: list too. Um. Oh no! What was the Royal Rumble? The, oh, Owens and uh, Ambrose. Ambrose, really? The, the hardcore match. Yeah. yeah. What was that? Last
2: Man Standing. Yeah. Last Man
0: last Standing. Last Man Standing. Oh, right. That—that's that, on my personal show oh, really? at this yeah. point. Will it stand up for the rest of the year? No. Probably not. But
2: you were drinking beer more than you were paying attention to that
0: match. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe he was. I don't. I, I can't say. Was that? Yeah. Um, okay. Who's, who's
1: first up for listener questions? All right, well, we got rid of Ronald already. We got um, Justice Cross tonight.
0: Justice! Justice! All right, Justice. Uh, Justice, appreciate the question. Thank you, Justice. Justice, thank appreciate you. It. Appreciate it.
2: All
1: right, the question is, what do you think about Lana and where WWE is putting her right now? Do you think she's in a good spot to wrestle at WrestleMania this year? And do you think that there have been good match setups for this year's WrestleMania?
0: So, I, I'll take this one first. You guys know I've been critical of... Moving Lana from the powerful, empowered woman character she was with Rusev to making her another caddy diva. I feel like it's it, it's starting to move on from her being a caddy diva. There's still some of those elements, but I think her hitting the Bella Buster the last two times she came out, she's showing something in the X Factor. It's an X Factor. Well, that's what I called it the one week, and then I realized I was wrong. I never knew it was a Bella Buster until that time yeah. I totally said it. <laughs> so. And then last night, I liked that little promo she did with Paige in the back and then Team Bad coming out. I, I think it's looking up a little bit more right now than it was a week or two weeks ago. And last part of the question was, do I think they've done a good job of building the Mania matches? Yeah. Uh, Justice, I, I don't think they have for, for the most part. Ooh, ooh. I think the, the Shane Undertaker thing is getting a, a pretty good build. But I think everything got delayed by roadblock. I don't know if that was just because they knew Roman needed to get this surgery, and that held everything up, and that was part of the planning. But I don't, I don't think the the build has been that great for most of the matches.
2: All right, uh, I guess going first with the the part, I like what they're doing with her because once they pa- uh, paired her back up with Rusev. It could never be as good as it originally was the what they had originally when she came out, you didn't know who she was, you didn't know who Rusa was you, you, know, you know you watched a little bit of him in NXT but at the same time they just made him they elevated it so much and he was had that red- hot undefeated streak, you know won a title, took it all the way to mania and they were great together when they when she flip-flopped, went to Ziggler, and then came back. Her credibility, you know, went to the side, left, right. I mean, everyone liked looking at her when she was with Ziggler, but it didn't last. When she went back there, you're good for those, you know, behind-the-scenes moments. If she does something silly, if you got The Rock coming back, doing some jokes with her, she's good for that. However, the good thing she really has going for her is that heel accent. And it sounds ignorant saying it's a heel accent, but it's, you know, her accent for her character. And it plays in well to her... You know, being a heel in the back, when she, whether she's putting Brie down, whether she's just trying to weigh her strength, she's you know whether she's got Team Bad now backing her up, she, you know they're doing something right with her. The
0: accent emphasizes these other things. you yeah, says. I, exactly. I agree with that. Exactly, it's a good so point.
2: I like what they're doing with her. As far as uh, the book, the the build up to Mania, um, I'm gonna agree with what you're saying. And as far as you know, the Hell in the Cell match, Undertaker versus Shane, I think they're doing great with that because. You got right after, um, what was it, Fastlane, that's when the the it started building. It was Fastlane, then it was, you know, let's get Shane back. Mm-hmm. And they've been slowly building towards it every week. I just hope, you know, if I'm getting my wish of his career being on the line, I hope we get something with that next week. And it's been something constant every week. I think Ambrose and Brock, they kind of built themselves in, you know, in a hard place. If what are they gonna do? I mean, how many beatings can Dean Ambrose take every <laughs> single week? And then what's really gonna happen? I mean, unless he's gonna win, or cool, beat him down for five weeks, and then he goes over at Mania. So you know, then that's my take on that, Justice, appreciate the question.
1: All right. Well, I think they're doing a great job with Lana.
2: I just said I think she's being in
1: the top, arguably the top heel in, in the Divas division, other than Charlotte right now. She's she's being positioned to be in the eight Diva tag because she's had interaction with Summer Rae. Last night with Paige and Team Bad has her back and she helped Summer Ray win. So they have so that's the t- one team right there. And then she interacted with with Bray, Alicia, and even Paige last week, uh, and last night. I think she'll uh, get get with Natty. So I think that match is going to happen. As far as the whole main event scene, they've only done Shane and Taker, right? Because it's been the slow build constantly. Each week of something new. Triple H and Roman that took a back because because a cause stop sign, and caution tape, whatever the crap it was,
2: <laughs> crap it was called.
1: That took a backseat because they gave the fans what they really wanted, Triple H and Ambrose. So it wasn't even about Roman. There was nothing talking about Roman. It was just how Ambrose just defies authority. And that hurt his situation with Brock because we were teased with the whole Wyatt thing. So I don't think they've done a a, a great build. They've been building that whole New Day and League of Nations thing, but nobody really cares about the League of Nations. Mm -hmm. Even they don't. The, no. Uh, uh, even the divas. i ta- Even kidding. the divas thing. The divas title. No. But I think they're building up that divas tag match because it's. But it's a bit of a cluster. But I still think they're building that up. And the Y2AJ thing. That's still pretty fresh. And that's already been building since after the Royal Rumble. I
0: do give them credit for the Y2AJ thing. Yeah. That I thought that it kind of cooled, and then they actually made it into something again. Which yeah, I can appreciate. Yeah, the
1: Jericho game. Hill turn ignited that. Right. Because it's something it'll, it'll give a whole the match a whole new dynamic.
2: I mean, I, I, you know, I guess to backtrack because I didn't really address any other thing. I, I don't. Know, I guess they're doing something right with it. I just think someone silly could have been do, doing better. Jericho Not doing, and AJ, you talking about? Yeah, you're thinking Jericho AJ, and then at the same time, what are they really doing with the tag team? You got, you got the tag titles, and they're held by the New Day. We don't know if they're heel or face. You know, they're they're, they're heels. They could be a tweeners. Oh, I, so so what? I mean, I, the, I
0: think they're face. Now I could be proven wrong. I don't want Sunday's
2: face. Listen, the match Sunday. I didn't, or Saturday, I didn't have my interest because I was like, okay, you're not going to have a heel team beat these tweeners or whatever it is. That, you know, I didn't think League of Nations were going to beat them. I actually thought Monday, I was like, okay, maybe they'll beat them. And then I was like, you know, if they beat them League of Nations, what, what are they going to do? You know, the guys that, you know, Seamus and Barrett, what, are they going to be pissed? Oh, we going right, to do it? Yeah. You know, that, could, <laughs> yeah. that could start something there. I wish, if anything, if they were going to do that Jericho turn, I just still wish they saved it for Mania, or you know... I figured there's something better because they, they don't really got nothing hot going for the tag titles. It's like every couple of months, you care about the tag titles. Something good are going on, and then f- for three months, they're stagnant. Yeah. I feel like they're stagnant right now. So, uh, Do you have a que- a listener question? Yeah, we got uh, Biggie Dan, Biggie Dan Johnson. Hey, that day. He said, Do you feel Chris Jericho was pushing AJ too much? Uh, telling the crowd to chant for him. Um, so I guess more or less, you know, wording into whether. If, you know we're getting him shoved down our throat. Um, I don't really think that's that's going. I think Jericho's doing it perfectly, putting him over. I mean, you know he's already red hot, but Jericho's being such a good heel. It's not like somebody randomly turning heel to get this guy over. I mean he's doing his thing to get. You know your Fairweather fans, your diehard fans, your indie fans—they don't like him right now. You know people in his own country, <laughs> even the Canadian fans. In. Yeah, don't I like. Mean, him it's, right it's, now. it's good. They're, they're doing the right thing. So you say it's you, you said. Do you think he's pushing him too hard? Is he pushing too hard to get
0: the fan? Is he pushing oh, no. his yeah. feud too hard? Oh
1: no, I don't. Because he played the face dynamic, and then he they tagged together, and he went heel. They said so the whole the whole heel thing changed the whole changes the whole dynamic of the situation, and the thing with AJ Styles is you still have to introduce him to people because people don't always know who AJ Styles is because he was in TNA and similar New, to
0: like you mentioned with Sami Zayn yeah yeah, like, yeah, he's not that familiar yet we yeah. right? just assume people yeah, know yeah they
1: haven't shown any vignettes about his work prior so people don't know who he is right. so teaming with like I said last week teaming with Jericho can get this guy over mm-hmm. and getting wins over Jericho can get this guy over because arguably this guy's the best in-ring worker in the company yeah probably so working with Jericho is only it's not it's not killing AJ is putting him over so AJ can go into bigger things and hopefully win the world title by the end of the year cause I think I actually think he'll be the one to win the US title you think so? yeah I think Ryback beats Kalisto and I think he'll get into a program with Ryback and then take that from him and give it some kind of significance
0: I, I, I'm cool with that if they do that I wouldn't mind seeing him beat beat Ryberg
1: and then the shovel comes back <laughs>
0: yeah yeah uh, my answer to this question thank you Dan for the question thank we appreciate it um my answer is, is no, I don't think he's pushing it too hard. I think, I think Jericho, probably the veteran that he is, knows. We don't have a lot of heels that people hate. We, they have too many heels that people think are kind of cool. You know, like the Wyatts have kind of been in that spot where people like them. You can't, I don't know, they're not, they're not full-fledged heel-like. I think Jericho knows that if I'm going to be a heel, that's the heel I'm going to be. I'm going to be the guy you hate. And he's doing everything he can to be hated. He got hated by his own country, which loves him. Uh, he got rooted against against the real Americans in Canada <laughs> at Roadblock. And also, I think the uh, like the whole pushing for the chanting of AJ Styles. And again, this just could be me. I, I really appreciate story probably more than anything else. And I think this pushes the idea of he's just obsessed with this idea, his own ego of you guys like this guy more than me, and he just can't get over it, so... I, I think it I think it's a good touch actually to the story thank you again Dan. appreciate it
2: thanks dan yeah he's um, doing jericho's doing his job he's doing it well he is he's
0: he's he's like yeah. i said i I got, heel, I got, not I got guys heel.
2: I work with that like you know I appreciate jericho he's one of my you know favorite all time guys, and there are guys that you know. He's getting under their skin. I mean, I get into work and he's like, It's it's not really what he did did last night. Yeah. I can't stand him. (laughs) I was like, What do you mean? I'm like, Do you know how good he is? Like, he's terrible. Do you know how angry he has you right now? He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 yeah. that
1: goes back to me growing up as a kid. Like, yeah. I was a big Hardy Boys, Mark, and Edge and Christian always beat the Hardys yeah. over and over again. And you look back, because I'll be so pissed, but you look back at him like, wow, that was so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. And then another thing, we love Kevin Owens so much, and he he can be evil too, but... We just eat it up and love it.
0: Right. Yeah, there's a segment of the fan base that just we appreciate everything he does because he's so good at being that.
1: Uh, oh, Kevin Owens, he was a last load commentary. What did he say? This is NXT. This is the Kevin Owens yeah. show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Kevin Owens show, The Road to K.O. He does a great job of putting himself over. Uh, last question that it's actually a comment and a question from a gentleman claiming to be the adorable Ronald Lloyd. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, he he says true. for any noobs, he just wants you to be to be certain that he's talking about Adrian Adonis. Um, he says Vince is an idiot, <laughs> but he loves his ties. He says Triple H is an idiot.
2: He would love his ties.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if anyone else was the champ, they would have lost a non-title match to Ziggler due to help from Roman Reigns. Triple H is just unwilling to do that for anyone. He's too selfish. Um, he also said... That's why you're sitting there with a bad leg. And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. (laughs) I kicked your leg out of your leg. I think just an excuse to get me to say that. um, (laughs) But if we could fantasy book the main event for WrestleMania with current healthy wrestlers, who would it be and why? His was Lesnar and Ambrose for the title in a no-holds-barred match with Ambrose going over clean. Ambrose blasting him with a a commercial fluorescent light bulb. (laughs) <laughs> Eric, what would your fantasy booking of the WrestleMania main event be?
2: Fantasy booking, okay. I, I'm I'm gonna go with um with laughs siding uh, there of making the main event being for the title, which is rare these days, uh, for Mania. WrestleMania, the main event will be for the title. It will be Seth Rollins. Or we can add him being healthy, right? Uh, current, be a, current healthy wrestlers. Oh, people that are currently healthy. Yes. Oh, really? Really? Yes. Oh, wow. The, the spin <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <sighs> makes the it a lot sliver. tougher.
0: All right. If you guys want to think for a second, I'll because I have my yeah, oh, straight away. Goes. I would say title match because I think your title should be defended in the main event at your biggest show. I, I would say Dean Ambrose as the champion against Roman Reigns. That's what I would book. Ooh. Roman Reigns. He'll turn because he's bitter that Ambrose took the title out from under him. That's what I would book as my main event.
2: All right. If all four were healthy, and I'm going to use a part-timer, I'm going to do a fatal four-way match, but it's going to be a fatal four-way elimination the right way. Okay. It's going to be for the WWE title, Triple H coming in as the champion, defending against the winner of... No he, no, he won the Royal Rumble. All right, the winner of the 2015 Royal Rumble <laughs> against Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose versus The Rock.
0: Be a great match. Mm. A lot uh, of
2: star power uh, in there. Yeah. I'm going
1: to go with the Fatal Four elimination as well, but I'm going to have Triple H as the champion defending against Ambrose, Reigns, and Brock, Rock the Special Referee.
0: That'd be great, too. Proud, I'd enjoy that more than the, the main event that's actually booked right now. Um, I believe that was it for listener questions. The adorable Ronald Lloyd, thank you for your question.
1: Thank you adorable Ronald Lloyd. You're
0: a jobber. <laughs> it's definitely you. Yeah. You're a jobber. Uh, this point in the show, we are going to get to our March Mania bracket. The second round, our Sweet Sixteen contestants will be decided tonight yeah. by a best two out of three votes. Um, first matchup we have. We have the number one overall seed, Stone Cold Steve Austin, against the whole effing show, Rob Van Dam. I go with
2: Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, not much of an argument there. Yeah, classic 0-1 uh, o- Invasion match. Yeah, o- o- Austin <laughs> wins. God damn, Austin well, wins.
0: Look at the shirt. On on Stone Cold Steve Austin Day, 316. Yeah. That match is 316, 316- <laughs> <gonna. laughs> So we got Austin moving on to the next round. Setting up what could be an interesting match depending on how this goes. Uh, we have Goldberg, the number 12 seed, who upset Daniel Bryan, unfortunately. What was upset? Against Sting, oh, I the icon. So much <laughs> Goldberg against Sting. Get in line. I, I gotta be honest, I hate Goldberg. I'd love to see the Austin Goldberg matchup, but I gotta go s- the Stinger.
2: Yeah, Sting ones. wins. Stinger. I agree. I mean. All
0: right, unanimous. right, two unanimous ones. So we got Austin against Sting uh. in the Sweet 16. We have the bad guy, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall against Kurt Angle. Uh, this is a tough one for me because I really do love Scott Hall. But Kurt Angle, to me, he, he's one of the greatest of all time.
2: Wow. Uh, That's how WWE I go, I go Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle.
0: Wow, another Quite unanimous pick. Two Canadians. Number two seed, Brett the Hitman Hart. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Against Chris Benoit. I would have gone with the British Bulldog in the first <laughs> round. Uh, I'll go with his brother-in-law, Brett Hart,
2: in this round over Benoit. Listen, it wasn't necessary for you to mention the <laughs> oh, right? That was last week. And it would, right. probably, it would be a submission match, but uh, Kurt Angle, or no, no, no. Uh, Bret Hart goes over again. Bret Hart. Bret Hart.
0: All right. Sweet. So now we're down to our bottom left quadrant. The Rock. Electricity in the air. Against one of the greatest champions of all time, yeah. longest reigning champion Ooh. of all time, Ooh. Bruno Sammartino. Bruno, as an Italian-American, I have, I have respect for you, but I, I can't have The Rock most electrifying man in sports entertainment going out, so the rock moves on for me. People's chant.
1: Dwayne Johnson.
0: <laughs> <All right. laughs> all right. Yeah, wow, we're we're all on the same page tonight. Uh, this is a tough double, matchup. Double Canadian again. Another Sorry. another all Canadian matchup. We have Y two J Chris Jericho is the four seed against the number five seed Edge. Aaron,
2: I apologize, but I gotta go with Y two J. I'm going to go with Y2J as well. You think you know me? <laughs> I'm so going with really Y2J
1: trying. too. Oh, wow! Oh, that, I that, did not that, see that
2: coming. He enough, just though. didn't want to add um, <laughs> yeah. the clean sweep record. Now,
0: wow. I don't think about that all day I got no uh, Number three seed, Mick Foley, the hardcore legend against one of the greatest heels of all time. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. I would guess if Mick Foley was picking this match himself, he'd probably pick Piper. But I'm going to
2: pick Mick Foley. Yeah, you know. Bang, bang. So, <laughs> I'm going with you, brother. Oh, wow. I was picking Piper. Wow.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it was a tough one for me, first but...
2: our that, that's, that's, that's That's our
0: heart. Yeah, Foley, our heart. Foley's, Foley's my number two of all time. I, I don't know. And Foley, with all the different characters he did, I mean, most guys can't get one character over. Is that the first split decision? It you is. Pray, it, is. it is the first split decision. We have... Oh man, <laughs> we have the number ten seed, Seth Rollins, against the number fifteen seed, split again. Roman Reigns. Um, I I just have to say, for anybody who was not aware, it broke my heart to pick Roman Reigns. I hate you week. so much. <laughs> I just knew I'm if not it was, over If that. you did
2: it once, you better do it again. If it
0: was being booked, I I personally would pick HBK over Roman Reigns, but Roman yeah. Reigns would be booked over okay. HBK, and Roman Reigns would be booked over Seth Rollins as well.
2: I'm, I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins. Get that tater tot out of here, Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> Roman Reigns go- eliminated.
0: Does oh, not make the, the second weekend of the tournament. Bye bye. Rick Flair against Ravishing Rick Rude. Love Rick Rude, great Intercontinental Champion, a charter member of Degeneration X, but obviously uh, the dirtiest player in the game, Rick Flair. Doing it with flair. Styling fire. and profiling. Doing it with flair. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Woo! Uh, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig. This is one of the toughest ones for me. Against Eddie Guerrero. I Miss... want to see this match so bad. Me
2: too. I Mr... want it to happen. I got
1: to check the network. Why do
2: I feel like this match happened in 0-2? <laughs> I don't think
0: so. I don't think oh, it well,
1: did either. No, yeah. no, I don't think this happened in WWE.
0: But for me, Kurt Hennig, as much as I loved him... Never held the world title. Eddie Guerrero defeated Brock Lesnar for the title. I go Eddie Guerrero. Lies, cheats, and steals his way into the into the Sweet 16. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go
1: with that bathroom too. Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. yeah, I'm going Latino Heat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Latino um, Heat. Another controversial, somewhat controversial pick with AJ Styles going over Ricky Steamboat last week. But we have the number three seed, Triple H, the game, the King of Kings. The Cerebral Assassin against the phenomenal one AJ Styles. I love AJ, but Triple uh, Triple H.
2: You know we're gonna have an angry viewer just hearing his name. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, j- just to bother him. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Triple H. Then. <laughs> triple H is uh, he's not gonna get Styles' class. Hunter Hearst
0: I knew that was coming. It's for you. Um, you know who. all over again. <laughs> there number, you. There number two seed against the number ten, the Macho Man Randy Savage, against Ooh, Vader. Yeah, ooh, yeah. The Macho Man makes his way into the Sweet 16. Macho Man Ma- goes macho. over again. All right. Uh, these these turned out to not be as hard for the most part as I expected. Next week will be hard. Uh, the Immortal Hulk Hogan against Owen Hart. Sorry, Owen, but Hulk Hogan.
2: Yeah, uh, Hogan would not allow to lose to you, Owen. <laughs> yeah. If you want to you let your brother beat him, he ain't letting you beat him. Aaron. That Terry Belea brother. Uh, ha- have you heard his Gawker trial? A little a little
1: bit. Oh, my, I'm, I'm trying to avoid it. it. It's so good. <laughs> he's under the impression, Hogan. He's saying that Hulk Hogan and Terry Balea are two different people. Okay. <laughs> I,
0: I thought I heard something about that. I thought it was a joke. That's true. It's it's excellent. Excellent. Wow. Well, it's it maybe, excellent. That that maybe gave me a little motivation to, ex- to look into it. Let's do it. It is so funny. Uh two Paul Heyman advocates. Or not advocates, two Paul Heyman clients. Paul Heyman guys. A Paul Heyman Heyman guy
2: versus the Paul Heyman
0: beast. Yes. Number four seed, the beast incarnate Brock Lesnar. Versus the best best in in the world. world. CM Punk. (sighs) Uh, This is another one where if I go with my heart, I'm taking Punk. But booking would definitely have Brock go over. Yep. You can go first. (laughs) All right. This was because this match was
1: it's tough. I mean, no, I'm it was tough day because day. their time in the, with the companies was almost equal. Right, and they, and um, both great champions and all that. But eight, 366, and Punk, we trust.
0: Whoa, <laughs> wow. wow!
2: You're going CM and you got Brock. This is it, right? Well, now I know. Wow, man! Now oh, you it, just man. made the decision. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys were both gonna say Brock, and I was just gonna skip it, but. And we're just going to drop a pipe bomb and go with CM Punk. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> The wow, beast yeah. incarnate, Brock Lesnar. Wow. He can totally. get put to he sleep. And if he ever came back, he ain't letting Lesnar beat him. That's True. a monster upset. Well, I, gotta say, I, I don't hate it. I mean, because I wanted to pick him, so I'm glad to see him still alive. And, we're and go- with all that heat between Hogan and CM Punk, I can't wait I, to discuss I, I, that next week. Um, <laughs> CM Punk is going to be
2: a I'm ridiculous. bringing my Pepsi next Ooh. week.
0: This next one, I, I believe, is a tough one. We got a three seed, the Shovel John Cena, against the Ultimate Warrior. It's tough because I think when the war, like the Warrior's hot streak, was as big as anyone else's, but Cena, just did it for Talented. so much longer than anybody else. I don't like him. He probably doesn't get as much respect as he deserves from fans for being as good as he actually is.
2: Well, I'll say He's it first He's just boring step. and annoying, John Cena. I got Cena too. The guy in the jar.
0: (laughs) All right. That's sweet. Uh, Last matchup of this round of the tournament. Rey Mysterio knocked off Andre the Giant. The Undertaker knocked off his brother Kane. We have number two seed Undertaker against number ten Rey Mysterio. The the streak speaks for itself. The Undertaker. Deadman Inc. Undertaker, another clean streak. American Badass. (laughs) All right, so there you have it for March Mania. So cool <laughs> we have we had polls that we posted uh last night for people to vote on these themselves. We'll post them a little earlier going into next week if anybody's listening, watching, hopefully you could you could fill out your own. Maybe we'll use the fan vote as another vote to help us get to the next round. Um you can check us out as always on YouTube. You can check us out on iTunes and Podbean. Please subscribe to our channels, follow our channels, listen to us every week. We're going to bring it, be bringing you more content in the very near future. Vote on the March Mania polls when they get posted. I'll be posting them on Twitter, at Ron Pashery. Nobody will know how to spell that. R-O-N-P-A-S-C-E-R-I. So hopefully we hear from you guys soon, and we will see you next week. Oh, and follow us on Instagram, matt.madness underscore podcast. Thank you, Aaron. I appreciate that. See you next week.